We're losing a lot of our healthcare staff. They are burning out and they're being offered far more uh, south of the border. I want to bring on our next guest to talk about an article that I read that uh, she wrote yesterday. Saki Roy joins the show. She's a journalist, wrote a piece for the Globe and Mail. The piece uh, simply talks about nurses hightailing it out of Canada. They are burnt out and they're being offered some pretty choice positions south of the border. Welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Now, how did this uh, story come onto your radar? Was was it a personal friend that was a nurse uh, that, that told you what was going on in her life and the offers that were being made to her? Uh, yes, actually, a very close friend uh, is a charge, uh, is recently got promoted to charge nurse. She was uh, an ER nurse during the pandemic, and that's how we started talking. And she would send me daily updates, you know, on my phone, uh, you know, uh, in her complete PPE and, uh, you know, working 10-hour shifts. This was in the thick of the pandemic when nobody knew what was going on, this pre-vaccine and pre-everything. And uh, she would be, uh, and she's claustrophobic, and she would tell me, look at the gear I'm in. And, you know, so that's, and so I've been following the whole nurse's uh, story pretty much for the past two years. And they all kind of had an idea that this is how it was going to go down, you know, as bad as it is right now. They all probably saw it coming at that time yeah and when you talk about how it's all going to go down as bad as it's become right now we know that nurses are dealing with burnout i believe there Mm -hmm. was um some sort of a a poll or study that was uh, recently released yesterday that physical violence is just part of the job now for hospital workers you know it's uh, dealing with families that are not Mm -hmm. treating people so kindly these poor nurses are doing their best. And not only when you talk about an ER nurse, I've lived with two ER nurses in the past mm-hmm. and they do work two days on and then two days uh, on a day and then two days overnight and then they get five days off. Now you think four days on, five days off, that's choice. If you're lucky, you're working that because they're asking you to come in on your days off to fill in for people um, because they have a shortage of nurses. We need the staff so that our health, our health system does not collapse The reality is they're struggling because they switch around their days to kind of, you know, get back to normal. So they might have Mm -hmm. two days that are quality in that time. But the hours that they're working, they're they are so long and they're working Mm -hmm. so hard. Can you talk about what they're offered? Because a lot of nurses like your friend have left. Your friend uh, lives in Texas now. Can you talk about her position? Mm-hmm. So the friend that I was talking about is actually the charge nurse uh, that was interviewed for the piece and not the uh, person that I, you know, Maha is not a friend. She is just someone I got in touch with uh, who lives in Texas. So she um, she actually uh, had her dream job at St. Michael's, right? She, uh, trauma, uh, you know, level one trauma hospital. She's working as an ER nurse. And it's something that she's passionate about. Um, she she told me that she still misses her team, but you know it got too much for her, you know, because um, she was overworked. Uh, she uh, she told me of a scenario when uh, there was one night when there were these really critical traumas coming in one after the other, and uh, it was there were ten nurses shot that ER uh, at that night, and it was mostly her and. Uh, nurses who were new, uh, not too many experienced nurses on the staff, but they worked. They worked through it because you're in the moment. uh, They're trained to take care of that kind of, uh, you know, uh, emergency care. But it was a 12-hour marathon shift, which bled into, you know, the next day. And uh, it was just these nurses just running, uh, you know, they call it high equity patients, I think, if I'm not wrong. And uh, they were just doing that all night. And, um, 
a few days later she came to know that her dad had covid her dad uh, is an essential worker who could not afford to miss work but had to take off and so i think it was a combination of factors for all of uh, all of this kind of you know was a combined stress for maha and she uh, decided you know i've had enough you know i need to believe and uh, she had a cousin in texas and you know they were going back and forth about you know she said why don't you come over just try it out just see and the heartening thing for me was like a lot of nurses have quit the profession right they are going into admin jobs they're taking something that is remote or doesn't have to do with er at all but maha yeah. uh, from from conversing with her she actually wanted to be in critical care she was worried that if she was uh, if she went into travel nursing would she be uh, be given high equity patients because that's what she enjoys she she loves that work what's travel know? nursing uh, well you get to travel all i mean you have options to basically go outside you know just travel basically what okay so you go from uh, one hospital to the next hospital, depending on where yes. they need you so that's she's right, now right. getting paid three times her salary that she made in canada she's working only three shifts a week 36 yeah. hours you say as opposed to yeah. 70 to 80 hours here in toronto yeah. it's yeah. no wonder why people are leaving so um how much are nurses pushing for this um this this ford cap bill 124 to be lifted is that the major problem we've got here when you talk to your the nursing friends that you've got that is the major problem because they they it's it's so basic for them right because they're saying that um we just nobody's asking for even maha said this i, I do not want three times the pay you know or i don't want to be earning 500000 dollars what i'm asking for is just give me what i'm owed you know as with rising cost of living can you at least yeah. match my pay to the rising cost of living you know all of us are grappling with that prices have gone up prices of the pump have gone up so uh, uh, for the work that we do can you at least not uh, can you at least acknowledge that you know and give us a pay raise and not just like a one time you know i think there was a $5000 you know incentive, incentive to stay yeah. yeah but that is just that is anybody who is in a permanent full time job anyone who's worked would know that these are just shortcut you know just bandage you know you, if if you need like a long term sort of solution and uh, you know that, that's what my a lot of nurses that i've been talking to um, they need a, a plan you know like how are you going to improve work conditions how are you going to what are you going to do about staffing are mm-hmm. you sort of um uh, you know international nurses who come with such such a large amount of experience are you doing anything to expedite their sort of process into getting into the nursing industry because the number one problem seems to be staffing and um, and you know just the pay i mean it just seems unfair to a lot of these healthcare professionals and there yeah. are nurses that are working their way through uh, breaks they're not taking yep. time off, off as you say and what yep. that leads to not and and burnout by the way it's not just oh, i'm done with this I'm, it's actually a mental state like burnout yep. is actually there's a physiological signs of burnout and you right. can make mistakes when you're burnt out and when you're yeah. overworked. And the last thing you, I, the nurses themselves want mm-hmm. is when they're caring for an individual, maybe it's you or me or your parents or somebody you love is to make a mistake. They are worried yeah. they're going to make mistakes. They want time off. They want appropriate pay. They want to see the respect. Yeah. They want to be treated like heroes that Doug Ford exactly. has been saying they are since the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And they certainly are. Who among us doesn't know a nurse that has, you know, uh, done a remarkable job and, you know, isn't working extremely hard through this pandemic pandemic. 
Listen, I wish we had more time to talk. I'm looking forward to reading more of your pieces. Hopefully you'll continue to cover this story. I will. There's so there's so many more stories to tell. Thank you so much, Kelly, though, for giving me the time. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. Besaki Roy is a journalist, wrote a great piece called Burnout Nurses. Canadian nurses are shipped, shipping out for better working conditions and pay. You can read it in the Globe and Mail.